You are listening to episode 12 of Steamy Stories. I'm Jen Wadke, author and host. We are reading Tokyo Talent, which if you are enjoying the podcast and would like to support me, you can do so by purchasing the book from my site, jenwadke.com. And you could also like, rate, and review the podcast. Let's get into it. Chapter 16, Marathon with Kenta. The moment they finished cleaning up after dinner, dinner, Kenta took Gabrielle's hand and pulled her into his embrace. His tongue slid into her mouth, stroking and demanding. Instead of using his hands to tease her, he clamped her arms to the side of her body, restricting her movements. She resisted a bit, but stopped when he held her tighter and kissed her more aggressively. Without a word, he marched her down the hallway, still holding her arms at her sides. He passed the bedroom, and Gabrielle was momentarily confused. Aren't we... Yes, but not there. That's your space with Shun. Then where? She couldn't see him, but by his voice could visualize the dirty grin on his face. I made some arrangements with Shun behind your back. You what? They stopped at one of the guest bedrooms. Kenta leaned past Gabrielle and opened the door. She was rarely in this room and had no need to be, but she didn't see any changes. Being up. Goddamn typos. Or maybe I can't read. Being in a room that Shin decorated, it was gorgeous and lush, with a king-sized four-poster bed and a sitting area. This doesn't look different, she said. Any further questions were silenced as Kenta nudged her into the room. Don't move, Kenta said. She surveyed the room as he lit candles here and there before turning off the too bright main light. The room was softly lit, bathing them in a golden glow. Gabrielle thought, Maybe a few of the pieces of furniture were new, but otherwise, she didn't see Kenta's mark on the room. He turned on some music before pouring himself a finger of fine whiskey from a small bar set. Gabrielle stood in the middle of the bedroom, not sure what to do. Kenta settled into an armchair and sipped his whiskey, looking at her. Strip, he ordered. Her hands went to the edge of her tank top, preparing to pull it over her head. No, not like that. Strip slowly entertain me. She stopped and looked him up and down, searching for a hint of what he might be expecting. Even to just come over for dinner, he dressed stylishly. Black trousers and a black long sleeve shirt hid his skin, but it fit him snug enough that she could see the outline of his muscles. In the golden light, holding the tumbler of whiskey loosely in his fingers, reclining in the chair, legs spread, he looked like a magazine ad. Nodding, she moved over to the music player and changed the song to one that always got her in a sexy frame of mind. The room filled with slow, sensual, throbbing beats. Gabrielle kept her back to him, swaying slightly, eyes closed, while she got herself into the right mood. A smile danced on her lips. She'd never let on to Kenter or Shun that she knew how to dance. She began to move, sinking into her knees and letting her hips sway back and forth. She bent over, running her hands up and down her legs, pausing to squeeze her ass, all the while looking over her shoulder to make eye contact with Kenta before flipping her head up and pivoting to face him. She sidled up to him, squeezing and caressing her breasts. She she leaned in, breasts lightly skimming his chest as her hands slid up his thighs for balance, running her tongue along his neck, lips on his ear as she let out a groan of pleasure for his benefit. She stood, took a half step back, and gyrated for a moment so that her breasts jiggled, and then she glided away from him, 
She moved to the bed, slowly circling her hips, and leaned her back against one of the posts. Slowly, she undulated her body and opened her legs. Bending at the waist, she ran her hands down the front of her hips and thighs, never breaking eye contact with him. Knowing she had his full attention, she touched herself all over, still clothed. She played with the bottom of her tank top, showing snatches of her belly. Her hand dipped into her shorts, but just barely. The ice clinked in Kent's glass as he shifted, but Gabrielle could see he was beginning to harden. She licked her lips and ran her hands up her neck, threw her hair and back down again, and then put a finger in her mouth. Positive that he'd imagine it was his dick, she sucked hard. It had the effect she wanted as Kenton was on his feet, moving toward her. But she was not ready for him to have control just yet. With an audible smack, she pulled her finger out of her mouth and pointed it at Kenta. I'm still dressed. I'm not done entertaining you. Sit. He obeyed. She sauntered over to him, stopping just out of his reach. She bent forward toward him, squeezing and kneading her breasts and nipples. She yanked her tank top off in one fluid motion and dropped her hands to his thighs and pushed his legs apart. Still swaying, she moved in close, her naked breasts in his face. Her nipple grazed his lips. She leaned in a little more, her nipple now pressing against his mouth. She wiggled again, a wicked little smile of triumph playing across her face as he gave into to his desire, darted his tongue out, and flicked it across her nipple. She pulled back, grinning as she denied him. She repeated the same move with the other breast, but he was a little quicker this time, managing a hard little suck before she pulled out of his reach. Gabrielle stood, torso still moving in its slow, lazy orbit. She pivoted so her back was facing Kenta. She bent at the waist, arching her back, drawing circles with her still-covered ass. With minuscule steps, she inched closer and closer to him again until she felt the chair bump against the back of her legs. Her hands found Kenta's resting on the arms of the chair, and she curled her fingers through his. She rubbed her ass on his lap, his growing hardness encouraging her to work him harder and faster. Her hands on his, effectively restraining him, and she enjoyed the control, knowing that soon he wouldn't be able to take the teasing and there'd be a switch. But while she could, she worked it with everything she had. She upped the ante a little more, turning her head toward him, looking for his mouth. As she slipped her tongue into his mouth, she gyrated a little harder and a little faster against him, causing him to groan softly. Realizing that he couldn't take much more, Gabrielle moved to her last trick. She stood just enough to slip her shorts and panties off, then sat naked in his lap, splaying both legs open on top of his. Her right hand stayed curled into his, pressing down. With her free hand, she rubbed her clit. Gabrielle shut her eyes. A slow haze of pleasure grew inside her. She took her time, enjoying all the sensations in her body, the delicious tightening of her clit as she lazily stroked herself, Kent's breath and lips on her neck, the feel of the air on her naked skin, Kent's clenched fingers under hers, a sign of his arousal. Her hand gripped his even harder as a long, drawn-out orgasm ran through her body. Before she got her her breath back, He clasped his arms around her waist and pushed her up with him. Still feeling aggressive, she ground her ass against him as he tried to move him to the bed. His arms encircled her waist tightly, but her grip, for now anyway, on his wrists was just as strong. For a moment, they struggled against each other. Enough, he said. Gabrielle stilled at the force in his voice, and he took over. 
He pushed her toward the bed and she flopped onto it face down. Before she could roll over, he was on top of her, his knee working her legs open. Stretching her arms over her head, he rained small bites over her back and shoulders. You were very entertaining, much more than I expected. Gabrielle wasn't quite ready to capitulate to Kenta's authority. You should know better. When have I ever been less than stellar? You don't give me enough credit. Displeased, he spread her legs a bit more. He bit a little harder, stretched her arms a little further. She was on a roll, though, giddy from having Kenta under her thumb for as long as she did. Sure got you all hot and hard, didn't I? You could barely take it. Big man on stage, but putty when you see a hot piece of ass, aren't you? Gabrielle intended to go on, but Kenta clapped his hand over her mouth. You should should stop talking, he said. Gabrielle's vagina pulsed. That tone of voice filled her with anticipation, a desire to push him a little more to have him punish to have him punish her. She nodded slightly. He moved his hand from her mouth and then she blurted, truth hurts, doesn't it? He immediately pressed his palm against her lips again. Not yet convinced that you should be following my orders? Okay then, he said. He held Gabrielle in place with his body, one hand holding down both her wrists. The other quickly removed his belt, which he he cinched around her wrists. He let her feel the tightness for a moment before easing the tongue back one notch. He moved a hand between her her legs. Spread all the way, he commanded. She hesitated. Not because she couldn't or didn't want to, but because her disobedience will set the tone and make her desire for roughness clear. Open, slut, he ordered again, bringing a psychological element into the game. Her hesitation this time was a mere fraction of a thought. She opened her legs. His fingers slid easily and quickly between her lips so he plunged, so he could plunge two fingers deep and upwards. She yelped and inched forward slightly away from his fingers. After a pause and a deep breath, she moved back down, silent permission for him to continue. He began to twist. His knuckles curved and pressed hard against her pubic bone and he wiggled his fingers a little inside of her. She groaned and pushed herself down onto him as he pushed up. Soon they were moving in rhythm. Gabrielle's yells and moans were loud and uncontrolled. A second orgasm rose, a deeper, more intense one. But then he pulled his fingers out, not too quick to hurt and not slow enough to feel good. Speechless with outrage and surprise, she looked at him over her shoulder. Don't like that, do you? I guess you should have listened, no? He smashed his lips against hers without warning, tongue forcing her mouth open. They kissed until Kenta pulled away. Gabrielle moved with him, trying to keep her mouth on his. Eyes lasered on hers, he whispered, I strongly suggest you stay the fuck put if you know what's good for you. And I do mean what's good for you. Gabrielle nodded slowly this time. He stood up and took a step back as Gabrielle waited, naked, face down, stretched. Stay put, he repeated. She tried. She wanted to obey him, but she couldn't help wailing a tiny little bit, rubbing herself against the bed, desperately trying to ease some of the tension in her pussy. She waited for him to punish her for this transgression, but she realized that his attention was elsewhere. She rolled onto her side to see what he was doing, but couldn't quite see all the items he was assembling. He moved back to the bed. The last thing she expected is what happened. He unbuckled the belt around her wrists. She indulged in a languid 
stretch keen for whatever Kenta had planned for her. He took one of her wrists and pulled her arm down to her side. His other hand encircled her ankle, forcing her to bend her knee. With a loop of soft rope, he bound her ankle to her wrist. Not too tight, he asked. Nope. Roll over. Gabrielle rolled onto her back, trying to be graceful with one side of her body bound. Kenta picked up his whiskey and took a few sips, making Gabrielle squirm with impatience. He moved to the other side of the bed, grabbing another length of rope on the way. He tied one end of the rope around her free wrist and looped the other end around the post of the bed. As he pulled the rope around the post, her arm moved with it, only stopping once it was stretched high over her head. She pulled against the rope, but this time he'd given her no slack at all. Kenta sat on the edge of the bed, placing his hand on Gabrielle's ankle, ankle, her only unrestrained limb. He ran his hand up to her knee. Spread. She opened her free leg as much as she could. Her other ankle, bound to her wrist, kept her knee bent. All she could do on that side was flop her leg open like a frog. I think you can go wider. She tried, wiggling her leg and arm a little more to the side. She managed to move her free leg another inch. Good girl. I want you to stay wide and exposed the whole time. You are not to close your legs. Got it? Gabrielle nodded, desperate for him to get on with it. Her striptease had turned herself on as much as it did him. Kenta stood, running one hand along her free ankle, up her side, pausing to flick her nipple. Her eyes widened in surprise and pleasure. His fingers grazed her skin to her neck, where he stopped, laying his hand on her throat. She met his gaze with a half-smile. He smirked at her, then brushed his fingers over her cheeks, eyelids, through her hair, before coming to rest on her lips. Open your mouth wide, too. His voice was soft. She made a nice, large O with her mouth. I remember you see how to be a good little fuck doll, he said, as he slipped two fingers into her mouth. Suck. Hard. I want to hear you working. Soon the soft, wet, sucking sounds of Gabrielle's mouth on Kenta's fingers filled the room. His other hand trailed down to her breast where he pinched, causing her to pause and groan around Kenta's fingers. No, you need to be better than that. You keep sucking no matter what I do. Understand? She nodded, mouth still working. He flicked and pinched both nipples without any warning or rhythm. Not only did she not stop working his fingers, but she sucked a little harder each time he gave her a pinch. Now you're getting it, like a good little whore. He shifted his position so his other hand could reach her pussy. He pushed two fingers into her, but there wasn't any slack for her to move. All she could do was squirm. However, she forgot what her mouth was supposed to be doing. Kenta stilled his fingers in her pussy and wiggled the ones in her mouth. Did you forget your job? Gabrielle resumed sucking, this time with considerable force. Her mouth and jaw worked frantically on his fingers. Kenta mirrored her intensity inside her pussy. She swallowed her moan, but had to ease off his fingers a little. As she did, Kenta's movements inside her lessened. We're going to play a little game. I'm going to let you decide how much you want. You suck gentle, I'll be gentle. You want it harder? You suck harder. Clear? She nodded. She sucked softly, and Kenta's fingers felt like a caress inside of her. She got a little forceful and rhythmic. Kenta's fingers moved in concert. They didn't break eye contact. You sure like being double penetrated, don't you? She sucked even harder, stifling the moan that Kenta's probing fingers brought out of her. I said, don't you? With that, he pushed a tiny little bit more into her mouth and pussy, reminding her that it's still him running the show, that she'd better do what he wants.
She couldn't speak through the fingers in her mouth and the pleasure building inside her, so she just groaned. That's better. I thought you could take it harder. Are you a rookie at this? He chuckled softly at her indignant grunt. She bit a little. He responded by driving deep into her, knuckles twisting against her clit. Her free leg thrashed. Her legs closed a little. In response, Kenta straddled her free leg. I see you still can't quite behave. I guess I can't let you have any leeway, can I? She continued deep-throating his fingers. He continued grinding his hand inside of her. She was still except for her mouth. It took all of her energy to not fight her restraints to take the finger-fucking. Well, maybe you're not a novice. I think I'll make you watertight. He pulled both hands out. He released her free leg as he got up off the bed, went to his bag, and pulled out a toy with a flared base. After covering covering it liberally with lube, he set it on the nightstand. Straddling her free leg again, he put his fingers back in her pussy, rotating and kneading. Gabrielle was so turned on that her pussy had become more supple, elastic almost, so when Kenta slid a third finger in, she was a bit, di- she was a bit disappointed. She could take more. She let her pleasure fill the bedroom, knowing how much Kenta loved hearing her. Fingers still inside of Gabrielle, Kenta stretched her over to the nightstand and grabbed the lube-covered plug. Slowly, he pushed the small plug into her ass. Her eyes widened and she pursed her lips together hard, trying to get used to the toy. It made her tighter, made Kenta's three fingers that much more intense. She took a breath. Fuck, Kenta, she said. That's not a safe word, so I'm going to keep doing what I want to you. Just wait a second, she said. I need a second. He waited, fingers still in her, but stilled. His free hand traced the contours of her face, brushed her eyelids. She smiled. The feather light touches on her face was a reminder that Kenta loved her. It was also a nice counterpoint to the intense sensation in her ass and pussy. After a moment, she was ready. Go, she said. His hand went from her cheek to her mouth, and she opened immediately, sucking on them, but wishing it was his cock instead. God, I like seeing you like this, completely watertight, eager for it, too. Maybe one day I'll have to invite some friends over and watch you service three real-life cocks at the same time. Wonder if my fuck doll could handle that. The thought of being used for Kench's pleasure in such a public way got Gabrielle even more riled, even though she was sure it was just talk. She sighed and nodded, hoping he'd continue to paint such vivid pictures of whoring her out. Like that idea, do you? he asked. He worked her with a steady pace and pressure. The intensity became exquisite. She stopped sucking and started screaming around his fingers as her body tried to move a pace with her pleasure. Kenta kept up his movements, his hand wet with her ejaculate. As her scream petered out, all the muscles in her body relaxed slightly. Only then did Kenta remove both his hands from her. Her bonds, though, stayed tight. He stood, looking down at her, he smiled. Look at you, covered in sweat, panting, and not speaking. I haven't even taken my clothes off yet. She made a sound, somewhere between another little moan of pleasure and a grunt. He laughed as he headed to the bathroom, smacking her hip on his way. It caused the toy in her ass to jiggle a little. I think we'll leave that toy there for a while yet, he said, stepping into the bathroom. Gabrielle waited, taking a few deep recovery breaths. She was still incredibly turned on, desperately wanting more contact with the rest of Kenta's body, but she had a suspicion he was going to be stingy with letting her touch him. 
As she relaxed, she stretched out her free leg, giving it a bit of a shake. Just then, Kencha emerged from the bath- bathroom, wa- washcloth in hand. He didn't say anything, but his disapproving glance at her leg told her he had expected her to stay spread open. Gently, he ran the warm, damp washcloth over her face, then down over her breasts, spending the most time mopping up the slick wetness her arousal and orgasm left all over her inner thighs. Thank you, that feels nice, she said. Good. He untied her arm from the post and her wrist and ankle from each other. He massaged her thighs, gently working out the stiffness from being restrained. Done with her legs, he sat on the bed behind her and pulled her into his chest. Lean back and relax, he whispered. She did, feeling the soft, silky fabric of of his trousers and shirt against her naked skin. She sighed with contentedness as his thumbs and fingertips, (laughs) fingertips worked out the knots in her arms, back, and shoulders. Unable to touch his skin, Gabrielle contented herself with running her hands up and down his legs, fingertips tracing the contours of his muscles. Kenton moved his mouth from the back of her neck to the hollow of her shoulder, kissing up along the sensitive skin of her neck before running his tongue along her earlobe. It was such a small, simple action, but one that always caused Gabrielle to shiver with delight. She let her head fall to the side, exposing more skin to Kent's mouth. He was play- playful, sometimes grazing and nuzzling her neck, followed by a bite, followed by a kiss. Scoot up, he said into her ear. She leaned forward and Kenta got up. She relaxed on the bed, still full of anticipation. He settled himself on top of her and lowered his mouth to hers. The gentleness he demonstrated while massaging her was replaced by demanding dominance. Gabrielle was just as rough as he was, looking forward to whatever else he still had in store for her. Frustrated that she still couldn't touch his skin, she tugged at his shirt to express her want. He ignored her. Instead, he shifted his arms one at a time, finding Gabrielle's, moving them off his body. He exerted pressure on her wrists, pinning her again. His lips moved down down to her neck, and she turned her head away as his teeth found her skin. Please, Kenta, she said, hips moving up to press against his. Your skin. I need to feel your skin. You will, he murmured, when I'm ready for you to. His tongue opened her mouth. Again, Gabrielle was forced to accept. With her hands over her head and the weight of his body holding her still, all she could do was kiss him back. She tried to raise her hips up to rub against the fabric of his trousers, but he pressed her down. She hooked her feet around his legs in an attempt to gain more control. Kenta did not allow that. Ready for the next step, he rolled off her. Commanding her to stay put, he went to his bag of toys and pulled out a pair of cuffs. These he wrapped individually around Gabrielle's wrists, then hooked them together. Next, he grabbed three long lengths of rope, each looped on the end to be adjustable. Gabrielle watched as he attached one to each post at the foot of the bed, and the other threw a hook discreetly installed in the wall above the headboard. The arrangements he's made with Shun, Gabrielle thought. Kenta attached Gabrielle's wrists to the rope at the headboard and her leg to each of the posts. He walked around the bed and checked all the bindings. Satisfied that she was secure, he pulled out a foam wedge from under the bed. Lift your ass up, he ordered. She obeyed, using up most of the slack. He slid the wedge under her ass so that she declined toward the head of the bed, making her even more exposed than before. Then he adjusted the ropes to give her a tiny bit of room to move. 
perfect, he said, pausing to take another sip from his tumbler of whiskey. He pulled out a blindfold and secured it over Gabrielle's eyes. Come on, she cried in protest. Watching Kenta was a big part of her turn-on. In response to her complaint, he took out a small remote from his toy bag and pulled back her blindfold so that she could see it. She was utterly confused until he flicked a switch and the toy in her ass started vibrating gently. Fuck, she moaned. It felt good, incredibly intense, and she understood what he was getting at. If she chose to misbehave, he'd step away completely, leaving her with sensations that only came from toys, not him. Stop. Turn it off. I'll be good. Yes, you will, my good little fuck doll. One more thing. He placed a type of earmuff over hers. Now she couldn't see or hear or move. The bed shifted. She thought Kenta stood, but his hand stayed on her body, trailing down her leg and over her foot. Then two hands slid up the inside of her legs, stopping just short of her vulva. A stream of air tickled along her clit. Kenta blew gently on her, a feather-soft sensation. After a few seconds of this, Gabrielle pulled against her restraints as much as she could. He stopped blowing to run the tip of his tongue up the crease of her thigh, first one side, then the other. He went lower, tracing up along the curve of her buttock. (laughs) I use the word buttock, that's not sexy. Uh, Resting on the wedge, continuing higher up to skim her lips, repeating on the other side. She buried her nose into the side of her arm. She was determined to not beg yet, although she was desperate to be able to touch and feel Kenta. It astonished her how often he seemed to be able to read her mind. He took his tongue off her clit and kissed his way up to her ear. He moved the muff out of the way. You want it so bad, don't you? He asked. Yes, she said. You're killing me. Tell me. You took two senses away. Three, really, because there is nothing for me to taste with an empty mouth. Are you actually complaining about me going down on you? I need you to fuck me. She wasn't complaining. She was communicating. He laughed. Nope. Are you trying to swindle me right now? Guilt me into fucking you sooner than I intended? No. It was a lie, and they both knew it. A good fuck doll is ready for whatever she's given. A good fuck doll gets fucked. His voice dropped. Are you lipping me off? No, sir. He bent low again. I think you are. Not at all, sir. Fuck doll. You have asked for it. You have not obeyed. You are being disrespectful. I don't like that. You will pay. With your mouth. He rummaged through his bag, pulled out a gag, and put it on her. There's something in your mouth now, but not what you expected, is it? If you are in trouble, three short grunts to let me know. She nodded, the only method of communication left open to her, other than grunts. He covered her ear again. Keeping a hand on her body, he turned his attention to her breasts. He ran his tongue along the side swell of her left side. His fingertips mirrored his tongue on her right, gently tracing the curve up to the nipple and then rubbing the nub with the pad of his finger as the tip of his tongue circled the other. Her groans were different, more relaxed, subtle, and deep. She she pushed up into his mouth, loving the sensations he created. He switched from his tongue to his lips, completely covering her nipple, flicking, then pulling his mouth off with a long, hard, wet suck, gently catching the nut with his teeth before switching to the other breast. His fingers teased the other, slipping easily over the wetness left by his mouth. He pulled back again, tugging hard with his mouth as he did, causing her to groan even louder. 
Changing position, he reclined on his side so he could still reach Gabrielle's breasts with his mouth, but also reach between her legs. He burrowed one finger between her lips, stroking slowly. Up and down, up and down, up and down went his finger while she twitched beside him. His mouth sucked even harder on her nipples, first one and then the other. Gabrielle's muffled moans signaled that she was close to coming again. He paused, grabbed the remote, and flipped the toy in Gabrielle's ass. Gabrielle's ass all the while continuing to stroke her clit. She tossed from side to side as she groaned against her bag, her gag, her entire body racked with sensation from Kent's finger, his mouth on her nipple, and the toy moving in her ass. She simultaneously wanted it all to stop, wanted Kenta inside her, and wanted everything to keep going. Again, he knew exactly what she needed. He continued to stroke her clit and play with her nipples, increasing the speed and pressure. She strained and moaned under him desperate for release, and it's from the sensation in her ass, her pussy on her nipples. Her body simply released as wave after wave of pleasure rolled through her. She whimpered around her gag, muscles limp. He took his finger away, switched off the toy, and removed her gag, earmuffs, and blindfold. Inching the wedge out from under her, he tossed it aside and flopped down beside her. How are you doing? Good. Kenta, I need you to fuck me. Now. Not sure I want to yet, he replied, running a hand gently along her jaw, down her neck, tracing the swell of her breasts down to her belly. Kenta, come on. Her voice was tinged with frustration. Take off your clothes and fuck me. I had other things I wanted to do to you first, he teased. Do they involve your cock in me, she asked. Nope, he replied. That's what I need, your cock in me, please. But I think you like what I have planned, he said as he leaned in to kiss her really like it. Don't you trust me? Of course, but I want to fuck. All in good time. All in good time. He smirked at her. Asshole, she muttered. What was that? Nothing, she said, looking at him defiantly. He got up, took another swig of whiskey as he prowled the room for a moment, taking a breather before the next round. He sat on the bed and adjusted her bonds, tugging the ropes that secured her legs, forcing them either even farther apart. He quickly shed all his clothing. Gabrielle managed to keep a straight face. She knew it. Despite his teasing and refusals, he wanted to be able to feel her against his skin as much as she wanted to be able to feel him. Settle in, fuck doll, he said before he started. It was an innocuous beginning. He stroked Gabrielle for a minute, then slipped a finger inside. He moved slowly, but continually. A second finger followed. Palm up. He tickled her vaginal wall. She bore down a little on his hand, signaling that she wanted more pressure. He pushed and twisted, rubbing his knuckles against Gabrielle's clit while his fingers found her G-spot and began massaging. After a minute or two, he pushed in a third finger. In turn, he tapped each finger against her G-spot as she rubbed herself against him. On the outside, his knuckles kept stimulating her clit. Gabrielle pressed herself into the wedge, eyes squeezed shut, breathing ragged and shallow. Open your eyes, Kenta demanded. His fingers did not pause. Gabrielle looked at Kenta. He held her gaze and twisted and pushed, both inside and out, a little harder. She sucked in a deep breath and let it out slowly. It relaxed her muscles a little tiny bit more. Kenta maintained eye contact as he squeezed his fingers together and slid a fourth finger in. Holy fuck, Gabrielle yelled. She kept looking at Kenta, breathing deeply, riding the intensity that was building to an almost unbearable level. It felt so good yet it was unraveling her, the fullness, the stillness that was required of her with Kenta so deep and wide inside her. 
His movement slowed to almost complete stillness. Are you okay? Do you need me to stop? He asked. No, no, no. Keep going. Keep going. Fucking keep going. Gabrielle gasped. I told you you'd like it. Kenta grinned at her. Gabrielle didn't respond. She couldn't get any more relaxed. All of her muscles became loose and elastic, her body knowing exactly what to do in response to Kenta's hand. He shifted his weight, getting more comfortable, keeping his hands steady inside Gabrielle, his movements very slight. Gabrielle was so focused on the sensations in her body that awareness of Kenta faded to a vague haze. The fullness went beyond the fingers moving and caressing inside her. She felt attached, cemented to the energy rolling inside her. She released mental control of her body, letting it mold and stretched around Kenta's hand. He moved a little quicker, rolling his fingers and rotating his wrist gently from side to side. Her moans abated, replaced by deep, slow breaths. As she continued to take him in, he increased his intensity. All four fingers pressed up against the engorged tissue of her vaginal wall. She moaned and pushed back against his hand. He pressed his fingers together into a point and rotated his hand from side to side, his thumb rubbing back and forth against her clit while his fingers massaged her G-spot. Eventually, she released and stretched again, and Kenta made one last push. Gabrielle couldn't physically react. She had nothing left. But her mind and heart opened further, letting Kenta in completely. Her trust in him was complete. It was a fine line between exquisite pleasure and complete disaster. And she was feeling pleasure so deep and intense and connected that she didn't have an orgasm exactly. Instead, a serenity swept over her, a calm and a joy. The breathing slowed. Gradually, her awareness settled back to the room, back to Kenta. She looked up at him, hovering over her, his eyes drinking in her face, her reactions, her happiness. Slowly, he withdrew his hand as as her body returned to a normal, her vagina losing a bit of its stretch around his hand. He stood and untied all her bonds, then returned to the bed and snuggled beside her. How are you doing? He asked. Kenta, fuck me. I need you in me, now. Gabrielle, I just had a fist in you. You need a minute, he replied. Right fucking now, she said. Breathe for a minute, Gabrielle. That was a lot. I need more, her voice broke. And if you're not going to give it to me, I'm going to take it. She pushed him off and straddled him, holding his wrists down as she none too too gently found his hard cock with her hips and drove herself down onto it, making him gasp for a change. Did he take his clothes off? I don't remember. You can't push me that far and then deny me. I need to feel you, all of you, after that, she said. Kenta smiled at her. I broke you, he said. I made you crack. Shut up, she said. She had energy to burn and her, and let her mouth play over his neck, shoulders, and lips while she ground her body against his. She didn't think he'd be passive for too long, and she was right. After mere minutes, he was back to issuing orders. Sit up and lean back. I want to watch you. She did, arching back and running her hands up and down her breasts as she smiled at him. She picked up her pace, hips moving frenetically, grinding her clit against the base of his cock. He held onto her hips, helping to keep her steady so she could move at the pace she wanted. She could tell, though, that he wasn't going to let her set the pace for long. Sure enough, after a few minutes, he sat up, wrapped his arms around her, and used his momentum to force her down onto her back, staying inside her the entire time. Just can't let me run the fuck, can you? Gabrielle teased. Quiet, fucked all. To ensure she complied, he snagged her upper lip between his teeth and sucked gently. 
As much as Gabrielle craved kinky sex and threesomes, she secretly loved missionary sex, too. There was something so sensual, so fundamental, so honest and comforting about having her partner pressed against all of her. His mouth on her mouth, fingers entwined with hers or caressing her face, her hair, all the while moving in and out of her. And the best, her hands were free to run over his biceps, neck, back, ass, and face. Her mouth licked and kissed every part of him she could reach, giving and receiving in equal parts. Kenta didn't make any of his usual noises. He just stopped, pulled out, rolled onto his side, and pulled her into her chest, facing him. They kissed slowly and softly. A pleasant lassitude washed over them both. Gabrielle signed and turned, pressing her back into his cheek. What? Pressing her back into his cheek. Check. Mm, another typo. She pulled his arms tight around her. They both needed intimacy and closeness. You didn't come, she said. He laughed. I did, but I didn't ejaculate. It was too deep, too intense. How are you feeling? Like jelly, she replied. That was fun. How are you? Good. I didn't know you could dance like that. She laughed. I don't get to do it very often, but yes, I do know how to put on a good lap dance. Yes, you do. Thank you for coming over. I'm glad I called you and didn't just hang out alone. I'm glad you called too. I'll always come if I'm free, so call any time. Okay, she replied. She was thrilled with how the evening went. Not just sexually, but that she felt loved and connected and cared for. I love you, Gabrielle. I love you too, Kenta. Aren't you glad you let me be in control and fist you? I told you you'd like it. Oh yes, Gabrielle replied. I've always loved being fisted. Wait, Kenta said, you've done it before? Well, yeah, haven't you? I hope it was obvious that I have, he replied. Oh, it was. You were very, very good. So much so that I think we should add it to our regular playlist. At that, he laughed. Whatever you want, honey. Whatever you want. I know, she smiled as she drifted off to sleep. And we are going to stop there. That was a bit of a long chapter. Hope you enjoyed it and join me next week for chapter 17. Thanks for listening.